Welcome to Panther Paris, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and TJ Peterson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Panther Paris. I'm your host, Jacob Langsam. Here with me, as always, are my co-hosts, TJ Peterson and Alex Lopez. And uh, I, I need to issue a formal apology. Uh, to everyone with whom I argued that Sam Bennett was a tradable asset. Uh, the Panthers have taken game two against the Bruins in Boston of this playoff series uh, by a score of 6-3. to three. Uh, You would have to go back to the end of last season to find the last time that Boston allowed six goals in its own barn. Uh, just... I mean, compared to Game One, there it's it's no contest. This was a different team, and Bergeron's still out for Boston. Sam Bennett makes his return, comes back for the first game in a month. First shift, you can feel the Sam Bennett effect for this team, uh, and he ends up scoring the first goal for the Panthers. Yeah, uh, you're forgetting one thing that was included in all the changes. Giovanni Smith was out of the lineup. That too. Sam Bennett's return forced Giovanni Smith out of the lineup. Uh, so while I do, while I, while I would like to issue a formal apology uh, to the Sam Bennett apologists, uh, of which I am now very firmly one, uh, I would equally like to offer a very firm in your face to all the Giovanni Smith apologists who questioned what the team would do without him. Yeah. Amazing that all this grit and toughness that he brought without him in the lineup, the Panthers scored six goals. There's one other person that we have to apologize to. Paul Maurice, we're sorry. You got it absolutely right. Pretty well. I mean, there's nothing else to say. He got everything right tonight. Everything right. Beautiful tonight. He did one thing wrong. What it was that? Starting a power, starting the power play with your second power play, and then they immediately give up a shorthanded goal. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but what was the first unit doing for the last two games? At least they weren't giving up shorthanded goals. <laughs> you could this argue that, but you could also argue that the second the second unit deserved a few extra seconds. Uh, because of how well the personnel on that unit had been playing relative to the personnel on the first unit. I know, but that pass by Duclair was so bad. Yeah, the pass John by Duclair isn't Paul, Maurice's, isn't Paul Maurice's fault. That was a moment in the game that you thought was going to turn in in a very different direction <laughs> than it ended up going in, because I don't remember exactly when Marchand scored, but at that point, almost half of the game, maybe a little bit more than half the game, had elapsed. And only one goal had been scored. And there ended up being yeah. nine total goals. Yeah. And this looked like, you know, I was I was pretty happy with the way the game was going in the first 30 minutes because I thought, well, the Bruins are the better team at this point. But the Panthers have done so much better at preventing A-plus opportunities for the Bruins. Everything was from the outside. Everything Lyon could see and had a chance to make a save on. And that's really all you can ask. Like, And Lyon was making all the saves. That one was one you don't expect him to make on the Duclair turnover. 
then Eric Stahl scored, and then Brandon Montour scored twice, and Carter Verhage scored, and he too scored on an empty netter, and that was not the way I saw the game going at that point at all. I thought, no. you know, maybe the Panthers would win, but you would think like, oh, 2-1, gritty, playoff-type win. They learned their lessons from the Lightning series where the Lightning just made sure they bend, bended but didn't break defensively and capitalized upon the mistakes the other team made. And generally, that's what I thought the Panthers did in this game. I, I, I think that there were some mistakes that they made that they need to clean up that were unforced errors. But the structure was on point, I thought. They they were not giving up the odd man rushes. They were not giving up the A-plus looks with any real regularity. Yeah. Yeah, they were a lot better tonight than they were on Monday, uh, just all around. I mean, I'll be honest, though, I wasn't comfortable tonight until uh, Montour made it 5-2. Because even at 4-2, I was just like, there's going to be another bad bounce. Like, you know, the, the, the Bertuzzi goal was just so lucky. Like, he was not even trying. Like He was he trying, was to, trying get to get, him, get like, out team. of the way. Yeah. Out of the way. And, he, and it way. hit him. And, and it was just like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Like, it, was, it just felt like one of those games where they were going to get brutalized by a bad bounce in the last minute. But they found the way, and then they added on. Um, the power play is still non-existent. Yeah. Um, I don't really want to spend too much on negatives. I mean, Barkov, I think, was better, but he still needs to be better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I did love that Maurice finally put the Verhage, uh bennett uh, Kachuk line back together because for a while that was the best line in the NHL while it was together. Like, they carried the Panthers for a good couple of weeks. And then Sam Bennett got hurt and the line got broken up. But, like, that 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 change made a difference. I mean, for Hagee got a goal. Um, it, I think that line is just the way the Panthers need to be. And I also like, you know, Reinhardt, um, Reinhardt and Lusterainen and Barkov as a line because, you know, it, it's just better. And, look, we all love Duclair, but he just has not gotten it together yet so far this season. Yeah, I think that he's actually been better in the playoffs than he was in the regular season up until the you know the moment that he wasn't and had a pretty pretty uh, self destructive moment. But you Where know, the pass was so bad, John Tortorella fist pumped. There's the joke. <laughs> God damn it, you asshole! <laughs> Fuck you, Don Tortorella. How many playoff wins do you have this year? Fucking zero. Anthony zero. Duclair's got one. Oh my God! You can say whatever you TJ. want. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm just saying facts, TJ's Jacob. Got, what's I'm in that Dr. Facts. Pepper, TJ? This is a this is a bubbly or however oh. you pronounce it, Bo- Michael Bublé. Whatever. It's a seltzer water, basically. So you got seltzer water and vodka. Mm-hmm. Actually, TJ's- I'm drinking Boston Tears. That's what I'm drinking tonight. That's that's a good answer. <laughs> um, just uh, just to cap on something that Alex was mentioning, uh, I am limiting. With with a minimum, whoa, not a minimum of eight hundred and thirty seven minutes. That's that's too many minutes for for a minimum. Uh, with a minimum ice time of one hundred minutes as a line, uh, Kachuk Bennett Verhage was the fifteenth best line in the league this regular season. Is that and good? just to put that in perspective, there are thirty two first lines, and then mm-hmm. thirty two second lines. So our second line quote-unquote, is a top 15 line by Monty Puck's expected goals percentage. 
By the way, if you remove the ice time filter, do you want to know who the Panthers' top line by expected goals percentage is? Based on tonight, I bet it's Eric Stahl, Nick Cousins, and Colin White. Because uh, they were fantastic. They were so good. It is none of them. Aww. None of those players are on it. Wait, are you talking about the playoffs or all season? Regular season. I, I don't know. Just tell with us. A, with a 10-minute ice time minimum. Alex, your guess? I knew it. I knew it was going to be some bastard line of, like, Barkov, Stahl, and, like, uh, Lusterine. You guys are still aiming too high. With a whopping 83.3% expected goals for Ryan Lomberg, Chris Tierney, and Giovanni Smith. All right. <laughs> I told you we would regret losing Chris Tierney because he's, he's on our best line. Clearly, Giovanni Smith was carrying that line. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah, those 11 minutes of ice time are a really significant sample size. Before, before uh, we just don't discuss it anymore, uh, I said Colin White, Nick Cousins, Eric Stahl, great line. Do you guys want to comment on that? I thought they were very good tonight. I haven't looked at the analytics at all from this game. I'm going to pull it up now as we speak. But I thought that line was good. Yeah, um, I think that we're looking at... You want your, I think going forward, you want this Kachuk line to be your scoring line. And thus, Verhage has to be on it. I don't think that Duclair can play in the top six at this point. Like, he's just not ready. Like, he didn't, he didn't get enough training. He didn't get the preseason in, you know, jumping into the middle of the season without your full conditioning. He's just not really up for that yet. And I think that, honestly, you might just need to use Barkov's line as your shutdown line. And, I mean, there's a lot of guys on Boston that you need to try to shut down. David Posternock, Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron might be coming back. And even if those two wingers are separated, I mean, Taylor Hall is probably going to be playing with one of them. So, if you got Barkov on Posternock and you say that they play each other to a draw, I would take that, personally. Yeah. Yeah, without without blinking an eye. Although, yeah, that's that's assuming that Bergeron doesn't come back because then you have to figure out a way to neutralize him. Just throw uh, Nick Cousins on him. Problem solved. I'm sure. sure. That'll yep, that'll work great. I did you guys know that the Stahl brothers' names in the individual stats on Money Puck are still highlighted in Rainbow? Yes. They, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't unhighlight them until they retire. That's fair. Frankly. I did not. I uh, thought that was like a short-term gimmick. It's still there. I think they did every single player that. That's awesome. Know, that yeah. refused and then made a comment about it. They should. They, they should just do it for every player. You know what? And do it for every Islander because they didn't have a pride night. And they're down there. Same with Chicago, I guess. They're, uh, and Chicago didn't make the playoffs and they'll probably lose the lottery. Bad karma. You know what I mean? Um, Brandon Montour, a couple of goals. Now, it's not like he dangled past five guys and sniped top corner. Although, I guess he did kind of snipe he top corner. did kind of snipe. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, I, I mentioned this way early on in the season, maybe even in, like, season preview talking about the team. Brandon Montour, for being a defenseman, one of his most valuable assets is his wrist shot. It's an yeah. incredible wrist shot like his shot is so good i would love to go back to our earlier episodes from this season and try to find the clip where i talked about how good brandon montour's wrist shot is because to pair that up against his 
goal scoring record from this season would be a lot of fun and would make me feel very smart. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Alex. No, I'm more just like, is it is it time we uh, rip on the officiating for how that game ended? I don't know if it's worth it, man. <laughs> I mean, come I'm walking on. on sunshine, but it was Thomas, it was it was not good, not at all. If Thomas Nozick doesn't, I mean, one, how do they not call a penalty on the play? They didn't see it. Must not have seen it. Yeah, that's only the only answer oh, I got. I know. I agree. That's it, so. We're, we're going to kind of talk about Leafs lightning a little later, but if Bunting's hit is three games, that's got to be at least one and probably more. Yeah, the 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 difference is going to be that Chernak has a concussion and missed time. Stahl ended up back on the ice, so that's probably how it's going to get e- you know either just a fine or one game. I am simply going to point out, remember when Sam Bennett got a game for hitting someone too hard yeah just just hitting someone too hard not not for throwing an elbow at to a head just hitting someone too yeah. hard he got a playoff game yeah for so a- thomas yeah if thomas knows doesn't get at least two i'm gonna be pissed yeah and i mean it's got to be a suspension for game three at at absolute minimum like he he's intending to hit stall in the head yeah and I don't think there's any ambiguity about it. Just like there was no ambiguity about what Bunting did. He was trying to hit Chernak high. But how does this and, affect the Leafs? Right, right, exactly. Um, Alex Lyon, you really can't ask for too much more. The third Master goal was bad. Third than, goal was bad, than... but at that point it did not matter. Because you were up six to two, and there was like two minutes left. And even if you really wanna, matter. even if you wanna count that third goal, like really counted against him, it was the only even strength goal he allowed all night. Yeah, was the first goal officially on the power play? Because I know it was like with like a second. It was shorthanded. Yeah, the, the, the other first goal was, was on the, the power play. Goal. The, oh, I'm sorry, I'm talking about the yeah the the Bertuzzi tip in. Um, it was with two seconds yeah, left, I think. Whether or not that okay. officially counts as a power play goal, it's a power, it's a power play, play, goal. play goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, Lyon was great. I mean, yes, the third goal was a stinker, but it's 6-2 at the time. Right. The reality is, at that point, everyone was just focused on who they were going to hit at the next whistle. Especially Alex Lyon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alex he Lyon was, was like, was I don't need to protect to this hit. puck. Who am I going for? What are the odds that we get a goalie know, fight in this series? I would love Lion versus Olmark. Uh, I don't see Olmark fighting anybody. <laughs> no, I don't either. I don't. I don't see yeah. Lion fighting anybody either. Maybe if like we do get to like game seen. five and the Panthers are up three to one and Olmark is like, "Fuck it, it's now or never." <laughs> <laughs> I scored a goal. I'm getting in a fight this year. It's happening. Goalies should. Goalies. Goalies should count for Gordie Howe hat tricks over the course of a season. If a goalie yeah, gets in a fight, a goal, and an assist over the course of a season, that should qualify yeah, as a Gordie Howe hat trick. It should absolutely count. I mean, does Ulmark even have an assist this I don't season? Know. <laughs> probably. I mean, the Bruins scored a lot of goals, so he probably has one. Um, do you guys think Olmark's going to play in Game Three? Like, do you think yeah. that he was part of the reason that they lost that game? Because 
The only one that I really thought he was iffy on was the Verhage goal because he just was so slow to move side to side. Eh, that was a well set up play. Um, it was, yeah. I mean, I don't think if you're the if you're the Bruins, you are playing for an entire. You're playing for a long playoff run, not just oh hey we lost tonight we need to panic. Allmark wasn't bad. I think you start him again in game three. Now, if the Panthers win game three and it's another, you know, six, six to two, two type of game, yeah. Just despite, you know, how or well he plays, then you go to Jeremy Swayman because you have literally one of the top 10 goalies in the NHL as your backup this year. Just that's how good the Bruins tandem was. But yeah, I, I don't. I, I will. I will point out that uh, Swayman started both games this year for the Bruins at FLA Live Arena, and everybody remembers how those went. So I'm not necessarily scared of them making that switch. But, I mean, I'm scared of the Bruins in general, yeah. so it's not like that really affects it. Like, <laughs> right, that's, that's despite a what we saw tonight, phrasing that. You're, it's not that you're scared of a goalie switch, but the team as a whole is frightening. Yeah, um, yeah. But advantage Panthers at this point because they have – Taken home ice, quote unquote. Five game series, three of the games will be at FLA Live Arena as long as they don't lose the next three. True. You know, fingers crossed. And, uh, you know, it, it will be pretty fun to see how this goes. I mean, they're playing with house money, no expectations. They said at the beginning of the season that they were kind of punting on the year. And here they are. They're, you know, three wins away from knocking out the best team in NHL history, quote unquote. Yeah, uh, let's let's call it the best regular season team in NHL history. Yeah, regular season uh, team. I agree. But yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't want to say they're playing with house money just because even with the step back, the expectations were, hey, this is team's going to comfortably make the playoffs, yeah. probably be in the second round. So, you know, but I don't want to nitpick. They are playing with house money in the sense that they're playing the number one seed in the team that was the runaway President's right. Trophy winner. So if you – there's positives you can take if this is a six game series where you know it just they put they had the the final punch and and knocked you out rather than like whatever um but yeah i i'm happy um anything else to go over from game two or to preview game three um barkov still needs to be better i know i already mentioned it but i was looking at the advanced stats my god um they need Barkov. Like they need yeah. Barkov. Bergeron's eventually going to be back. You cannot. Uh, I, I don't know because Montgomery did come out and say it's not an illness today. Bergeron's hurt, so yeah. I I personally would be surprised to not see Patrice Bergeron at all this series. But yeah. he's not just sick, and he'll be back when he's feeling better. He's hurt. Yes. But I think it's going to be like Sam Bennett. When the when Montgomery feels like they are in trouble, Bergeron's going to be back in the lineup regardless of how he is, you know, where he is with that injury. I'm going to reiterate what I said earlier about I think at this point what you would what I would do is I would try to line match Barkov onto Pasternak, Bergeron, Marchand and if they don't use them all together, whichever line has two of them because I can't imagine they're going to be on three separate lines. So if it's Bergeron with Marchand 
I, I think I would still put Barkov on that line, even though Pasternak's probably the best offensive player. Yeah, well, the other two are just so good. The, the fun thing about this is, for whatever line has two of them, you put Barkov. And for whatever line has the other one, you've got Matthew Kachuk and Sam Bennett waiting behind them. So, yeah. like... Good luck right. with that. <laughs> if, if you're going to split them up, the... then we have Barkov and Kachuk split. So, like, things even out. Yeah, and Maurice will be able to line match now, which which really helps. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes in Game Three, which will be Friday night at seven thirty at the FLA Live Arena. Get your tickets now. And at the very least, the buzz at the beginning of the game will be palpable. Yeah. We'll have the the loud crowd going, and maybe the yeah. game won't go so great, but the energy is going to be there. It's going to be a great. Why would atmosphere. you put that energy out there on Wednesday night? Because. Because it's TJ. Fair. I'm saying that no no matter what, we're going to be pumped. It's going to be excitement. There's there's nothing that can take that away from us. Nothing. Oh, jeez, TJ. Um, all right, do we want to talk about Toronto and Tampa for a minute? Yeah, I have a bone to pick with you, Alex. Like, why are you rooting for the Lightning? I am not too. rooting for the Lightning. I am not okay. What's Hold wrong on. with you guys? A, a playoff on. run, a Florida Panthers playoff run that does not go through Tampa would feel incomplete. Okay, this is different though. And for the record, I am not rooting for Tampa. I am rooting against Toronto because a futility streak like That's this is just so fun. Like, come on. A team that is just has been so good for the last like five years and they cannot find their way out of the first round and every time they go out in the first round it is in some newly hilarious fashion (laughs) like why would you ever root for that to end especially when it is the quote-unquote mecca of hockey in the toronto maple leafs now there there's some times that i enjoy the schadenfreude of maple leafs fans continually not getting out of the first round but overall it's just it's kind of boring to me at this point i would rather make new jokes about the lightning and them being washed and done the first round jokes i i, I feel like they're kind of they're stale but yeah, maybe but that's you, just effect of how how many times they can't get out of the first round yeah but here's the thing like let's say the lightning do go out in the first round and we start making jokes they're literally going to be able to say, well, we beat you the last two series. We have two cups in the last three years and three three Stanley Cup appearances in the last three years. Like, there's nothing we can say to them. Like, Well, the Leafs have way more cups than the Panthers. I don't think nothing that's going to Nothing before 1958 counts. Nothing counts, nothing counts when there were only six teams in the league. You had a one-in-six shot yeah. of winning the Stanley Cup every year. I'm sorry, I don't count I don't count the pre-expansion cups as like bragging rights. I'll never be able to take those banners down, but as far as bragging rights go, I do not count those. I don't think the dog is very happy with that well, take, Jake. You named that dog after me, so he he agrees whether <laughs> that's you like not it or not. That's that's factually no, false. It is not Alex, false. What is that dog's name? The dog's no name further is Jake questions, after your the honor. Adventure Time dog. <laughs> Jake the dog. All I'm going to say is there are coaches in the NHL, not even players, there are coaches in the player in the NHL who weren't born the last time the Leafs won a cup. So I'm sorry, they don't count. Are they really? Brad Larson just got fired, so. I mean, 69 (laughs) was 44 years ago. 
I think Brad Larson was the only one that met that criteria, and he just got canned. So, oh, never mind. Who knows? I mean, the point stands. He coached NHL games this year, and uh, he was not alive the last time the Leafs won the Stanley Cup. Uh, oh, so you've got Jim a point. Montgomery was born in 1969. Ooh, there you go. All right. So we have coaches who were in diapers the last time the Leafs won a cup. Cooper's- no, he wasn't born. 1969 okay. is two years yeah. after. Jared Ben. Okay, excuse Don't me. Don't defeat Jared, your own Jared point, Bednar Alex. Was born in 1972. Are you serious? The, he won the Stanley Cup at 40? 50, but. 50? 50. Yeah, okay, <laughs> my bad. When Jared Bednar was math. 40, the, the Avalanche were preparing to draft Gabriel Landeskog. That's accurate. Yeah, and and here they are now, down one nothing to the crack, and look how far they've come. Oh, John Cooper, August twenty third, nineteen sixty seven. So that would have been this like a month later, two months later. They'd be. They might have raised the banner the day it was, he was, it was born. It was sixty seven, not sixty eight, right? It was sixty seven. Yes. Yeah. So how how for how well, fortuitous. That the last time the Leafs won the cup was right before John Cooper was born, and now here John Cooper is for the second year in a row, <laughs> standing in their way of getting out of the first round for the first. It's time. It's like they won the cup, and Jared Bednar was like, "I need to put a stop to this." <laughs> All right, real quick. Checkers lost game one. Sad face. Game two is tomorrow night. They need to pull through because otherwise they're out. Uh, and there's also a sick Mackie Samuskevich toe drag clip. Go Google it. It's sick. Uh, I don't really want to talk about them losing. So that's pretty much it for me. What else you guys got? Uh, Wolf, the Miami Heat? Yeah, 1-1. Not the worst thing in the world, but like... You got blown out by the Giannis-less bucks and you're not yeah. getting anybody else back it's uh i don't think that's gonna improve so uh game one was fun see you next season heat uh as far as i'm concerned and that's it for me on the heat Jake, lucas carlson with a goal and an assist in the checkers loss so there's yeah. that to look for lucas carlson's to. the goat yeah alex uh, see you guys on Friday. <laughs> see you guys on Friday. Make sure to like and subscribe, but not on YouTube. Like and subscribe on... This is going to be on YouTube, Gina. <laughs> don't so like, like and subscribe. subscribe <laughs> don't no, don't like, like, that would don't be like comment, saying, don't five... subscribe, don't share with your friends. <laughs> that would be me like saying, rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, which we don't say. So make sure to like and we subscribe. We did the first time. But on MySpace. Also follow us on TikTok where we are developing more of a presence. Content. Good night, everybody. Good night. Smash that like button. We got this. We got this.